when you're too cheap to go to the library. The look inside this book club. I'm Becky Selengut. And I'm Matthew Amster Burton. I just said to Becky, Crammy is good. Crammy is good. I meant it. Yeah. We were deciding whether or not it's important to cram as much information into your ears as possible. And we decided Um, that cramming is good. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's good to read the prologue, but is it good to read the pre-prologue? The amuse-bouche log? I I don't know how much... I mean, last week's book, The Land, colon, founding, (laughs) I, I don't know how much more we would have had to read to get to something that was not a prologue. I think a lot. Okay. Let me ask you a question. It, it, what makes you say the word colon? Like, can't you just say the land, blah, blah? With well, a pause? Let's, let's try it. The land, founding. Yeah, you're right. It yeah, works fine. It works fine. So <laughs> it's very distracting when you say the land, colon. I'm probably not going to stop doing it. <laughs> I just wondered if that was something that you had learned that you need. No. Because we don't, we're not like. <laughs> it's me, it's being, me being pretentious. Like, uh, let's, make it, let's make a deal, exclamation point. Like, you don't say that. You I don't... mean, I, to be fair, I do say let's make a deal pretty often. <laughs> I don't know. I came with, I'm why a, did I come up with such an old reference? Used car salesman, a, a game but show host. We don't call out any other parentheses. Um, I did. I did read the parentheses in the book. Also, or, or I'm sorry, any other? Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Punctuation. Punctuation. I get my p's all confused. <laughs> okay. Model- Do your opps confused? Oh God, no. Model Land by Tyra Banks. You want to be there. You know you do. Mm-hmm. Don't lie, darling. Oh, I guess we're southern all of a sudden. Sure. Darling. D a h. Darling, it's okay. I know what you're thinking when you look up at that splendorous place atop the mountain. I know what fills you. Oh, do you, girl? <laughs> Spurs you on, fuels your dreams. You're obsessed with being chosen. Everyone is. Oh, it's like a Hunger Games type of thing. The land. Wow. Just like last week, you thirst for has loomed at the top of the mountain in Metopia. Okay, the reason I <sighs> I went with this book, thank you, Lauren Cohn, is Metopia. I live in Metopia. We, no, we are all living in Metopia right now. That's why our country's falling the fuck apart. The land you thirst for has loomed at the top of the mountain in Metopia for as long as you can remember. But for most of the year, it's covered in fog. It's color changing with each passing day as if it's a gargantuan mood ring. This, this sounds pretty. You begin your morning staring at the fog, longing for the fateful evening when it will turn a golden yellow, and then finally... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. And then, r- and then rain, urine, rain, rain piss down on everyone. <laughs> it's not acid rain here, people. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's uric acid rain. <laughs> <laughs> when it will turn a golden yellow, and then finally, like a push-up brazier, lift. Great, because it's models. All right. Oh, how you long for that moment with bated, fresh breath. Oh, I like that. Okay, but here's an interesting thing about um, grammar and punctuation. The whole prologue I'm reading right now is in italics, but fresh was not. Mm, so it's emphasized. With bated, fresh breath. Why? I like that. But why? It's poetry. That's why. It's not poetry. <laughs> for it signifies that the lum- luminescent, I almost said, uh, <laughs> the luminescent. Tumes- oh. <laughs> For it signifies that the tumescent eye will soon blaze in the sky. Oh, God. Oh, it rhymes. The luminescent, luminescent eye will soon blaze in the sky, bathing the whole world in gold. In pie. T- touching every one of its inhabitants, even that guy, including you. <laughs> but, darling, it's no ordinary golden light. Once it tickles you, you're suddenly dot, dot, dot. I'm going to say all the punctuation now. Please. Transported. You hear the softest of sighs or faintest of giggles in your ear, even if you're standing alone. Oh, what God, is I, even happening? There's a lot of people on my street who are like that. Yeah. The once stale air around you becomes both sweet and tart. Mm. Like a sweet tart. 
Wait, really? No. No. <laughs> Making your nose tingle and sending a charge of excitement through your brain. Now, this is interesting because, like, when I think about, when you said sweet and tart, my immediate reaction was, mmm, that sounds yummy. Mm-hmm. And then I thought about the air being sweet and tart. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's not, not yummy. yummy. The finest silk. I don't want the air to have a flavor. No, I don't either. You wouldn't like those uh, th- those oxygen things where you breathe in and they're scented oh, oxygen. Oh, have you ever done that? No. They had one of those at Broadway Market. At Broadway Market, like, like years in the ago. 90s, yeah, right? Yeah, I know. Totally remember that. People would be sitting there and they'd be like <laughs> breathing in their little. Uh, not snoring, I never tried it. No. I think I think I was scared. Yeah, of it. I was scared of it. And also, probably it was expensive. Mm-hmm. The once stale air around you becomes both sweet and tart, making your nose tingle. Blah blah blah. The finest silk, the softest velveteen, or the supplest suede will br- brush your skin. We've talked. We talked a lot about fabrics last week. Also, yeah. is velveteen different from velvet, or is it just like Ooh. velvet for teens? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna guess that it's a lower plush level velvet, mm. like a, so not a lower as profile. Good as not as velvety. Okay. Or the supplest suede will brush your skin, but whatever you thought was touching you is nowhere to be seen. Well, that's most of my fantasies. <laughs> what? <laughs> Basking in the light is such a naughty tease, like getting a single lick of the most delicious butter pecan gelato you've ever tasted. A single lick would really suck. I Yeah. <laughs> and I don't oh, mean suck go. in, in the good way. It inflames your obsession. <laughs> See you next time. <laughs> increasing your desire a hundredfold. You lust to go to this land to become one of the only famous people in the world. You ache to be a 7-7. Seven, seven. Um, isn't that a drink? It's a jet, isn't it? <laughs> well, that's a 747. Um, that's a 7 and 7. <laughs> okay. Um, we were both real close. Can you can you get there by being a 14? Um, or a 49? Yeah, I mean, I think I. I I'm don't trying know what, to do a math loophole here on I, seven seven. I don't know what the seven seven means. So. Yeah, I don't know. But very few ever get the chance. It, Nevertheless, I have a serious question. Have you ever watched America's Next Top Model? Mm-hmm. Um, does does ha- I have not watched it. Does having watched it help you understand what's going on in this? Not book? yet. Okay. Nevertheless, you and every young girl in the world vie for an opportunity on the day Wait, of discovery. Can I participate? I think you absolutely can. I want to. I want to be brushed by an unseen sweet tart or something. Whatever you said. Oh, which is grander than every global holiday combined. The day of discovery, even Festivus, <laughs> making the delirium even more intense. I don't want to see a whole bunch of pe- people that I don't know delirious like that and getting touched by invisible hands. No, making the delirium even more intense. The land sends seven talismans called smizes. Into uh, the world. Okay, that I've heard of. That's like a Tyra Banks thing. Is it? Yeah, it's when you smile with your eyes. Oh, I know nothing about Tyra Banks. I don't know why I know this. Smizes, when you smile with your eyes. What an arcane word. Who thought of such a thing? Okay, so she's giving herself a pat on, yeah. pat on the back there. These smizes, which boost your odds of being chosen by 91%. <laughs> so specific. <laughs> the very into the numbers here. Are propelled through the world's waterways. Naturally, the week before the day of discovery, bathing, showering, pool use, and even sewer diving increase, threatening a drought. Okay. That didn't make any sense I, to me. I don't know anything about Tyra Banks, really, mm-hmm. but... You knew the smizes. I, I guess I knew that. Like, I, 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 I'm at this point, like, wondering whether maybe this book is good. Because, I mean, and even if it's not, like, 
if I heard if, when I hear there, there's a book by a model, it's I, I'm I'm like okay, it's going to be about like beauty tips or like you know how to be mm-hmm. your best self or like you know how to get ahead in the mm-hmm. world um, even mm-hmm. though you don't look like me. Um, but like this book is lunacy and i'm so happy like it just makes me so happy that like instead of writing one of those dumb books she wrote this, this right yeah just keep going it's it gets even better um sewer diving increase okay by the way let's back what? up is sewer diving a thing that i just don't know about no <laughs> okay it, that would be your last dive. Okay. Okay, but let's read the sentence again. Naturally, the week before the day of discovery, bathing, showering, pool use, and even sewer diving increase, threatening a drought. Because Oh, because the smizes are propelled through the world's waterways. Oh. So people are diving you... into sewers to see if they can catch a smize. <laughs> They're going to catch something yes. very, very interesting. They're going to get a, a smize infection. Mm-hmm. Chance meetings erupt into... <laughs> That's Smize junctivitis. Smizeitis. Chance meetings erupt into fisticuffs on occasion. Okay, I mean, that's, fisticuffs? that seems pretty normal. Fisticuffs. That's Something a, you never say out loud. Never, but it's never. a great word. It is. Do, do people come to blows? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever said that. That's a very interesting thing. Because really that sounds is. really dirty right uh-huh. now. People come to blows come to all blows, the time. Yeah. Every girl wants to find a smize, darling, but not nearly as much as you do. You ignore the slim odds and disregard the, mor- the warnings you've heard since birth, like how it's easier to grow three inches in a month than it is to score a spot in the newest class. You turn a deaf ear to the cautionary tales whispered in your hometown and throughout Metopia, in dingy, dingy alleys and side streets of pitter-patter, during shift changes in Shivera, and on assembly Wait, lines... I, just keep going okay. with me. And on assembly lines of Peppertown factories. Peppertown? Like the, I'm going to Peppertown. Like the, <laughs> like the rumor that the school often takes inhumane and irreversible disciplinary action, or that certain disposable civilian girls are brought to the land to be tortured and then killed, used as human sacrifices for ungodly experiments and animalistic rituals. I don't believe in all that stuff. It's, it's obvious, probably fine. It's obvious why they torture them, the gossip mongers whisper. Those in the land bathe in civilian blood to maintain their breathtaking beauty. Gross. Goodness, great shoes. A literal bloodbath, darling? That crimson elixir must leave a nasty ring around the tub. Oh, I would never do something like that. I, I only go sewer diving. And then there's the reality of the pilgrim, pilgrim plague, a form of sadness meets madness that compels unselected hopefuls to embark dadless. Wait, can I guess what the pilgrim plague? What? <laughs> did they just say embark dadless? I think you did say that. What is... D- uh, I don't know. <laughs> Um, oh, this this prologue. Okay, wait, wait. Uh, Dadless. Can I guess what the pilgrim plague is? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's it's a disease that makes you wear one of those pilgrim hats <laughs> with a buckle on it, which is a very unfashionable hat. I was yes, that's very good, very good. I like that very much. Um, okay, I'm still just I don't know what is throwing me here. Read the whole sentence okay. with the dadless again. And then there's the reality of the pilgrim plague, a form of sadness meets madness that compels unselected hopefuls to embark dadless on an unauthorized pilgrimage to the land. So, like, they didn't ask their dad's permission? Okay, it seems like a very patriarchal model society But also, here. it seems like, it seems more like just, she said, sad, uh, sadness and, and she madness. She could rhyme it with dad, because <laughs> right. mom just wouldn't work on that? <laughs> yep. It's a sickness that comes with a quickness. Oh, she is rhyming. Yes. It's a sickness that comes with a quickness and afflicts oh, the most we determined. We should be listening to the audiobook. Oh. Oh, maybe this whole thing has been rhyming and I haven't noticed. I, I don't know. 
No, I don't think so. Okay. It's a sickness that comes with a quickness and afflicts the most determined and desperate. <laughs> it's, and, it's a sickness that comes with a quickness and affects your dickness. <laughs> and the trek through the dangerous diabolical divide always ends in dismembering death. Somebody took, took their alliteration very seriously. Dangerous diabolical, diabolical divide dismembering death in mm-hmm. that sense. Ouch. As the day of discovery dawns, however, you and every young girl around the world tune out the horrifying negatives and concentrate on the glitzy, gaudy, dream-come-true positive. Oh, my God. You know what I want more than anything? I want to hear this prologue read by Morgan Freeman. Oh. Wouldn't that, that be would be amazing? so good. Can you do an impersonation? No, I can't. But, but like, like, just like the, the most calm, the calmest, most reassuring yeah. Morgan Freeman uh, intro voiceover. Dream-come-true positive. <laughs> You dredge up every ounce of self-confidence from deep within. This is my year, you say to yourself, and so does every other girl. They'll choose me for sure, because every girl feels the same way, except except one, Tuki de la Creme. And any Seattle listeners know that Tuki, Tuki de la Creme is Ben de la Creme's cousin. I don't know who that is. Well, is it ben drag de la, queen? Ben de la Creme is, Cream is a famous drag queen. How did I guess? That he the... went on to RuPaul's and did, oh, nice. did quite well. Okay. I haven't seen that show either. I haven't it's seen very, very a lot of shows that, that people like. Chapter one. How are we doing on time? Um, we could take it to a break. Okay, we'll take it to a break. We'll be right back. Chapter one. T-O-O-K. <laughs> Have you ever seen her? The girl whose face not even the meanest person you know would describe as yuck, but who you'd never <laughs> in a million, no, a trillion years describe as alluring either? The girl whose eyes are three centimeters too far apart and whose mouth is four centimeters too wide. This is mean. Well, it turns out, I think that she's talking about herself. Oh. Uh, but I mean, I think you can she be was... mean to yourself. True. But I think that the whole point of this is that it's going to be a come from behind victory story. Okay. And they told her she was not classically pretty and then she became a famous model. Okay. That's I, what I'm I guessing. The girl whose eyes are three centimeters too far apart and whose mouth is four centimeters too wide. It's really gross that people actually do that kind of stuff. Like measure yes. their mouths? Well, no, just and then... it, for, for you know modeling agencies, they really do take those kinds of measurements. It has to be... Yeah, I don't like it. Uh, no, but that's why Photoshop. That's why you have Photoshop. Just like what, what's the correct eye distance? Um, I don't know, but there should be a bridge of a nose in between there somewhere. Yeah, that... Ideally. Uh, mm-hmm. Ideally to be a model. But, I mean... It's really awkward when you have two eyes on one side, like a hell of it. <laughs> okay, that's that's a good point. But maybe for for some like niche assignments. Okay. Do you know the fish that called the walleye? I know that that that's a name of a fish, but I don't know what it looks like. Well, I don't either, and so I want to look it up because <laughs> okay. I wonder if one of the eyes is going cockamamie towards the wall. Okay. Do you want me to look it up while you read, yeah, and I'll show you do. a picture of a walleye? Please do. And we'll see, listeners, see if you can figure out the moment at which I showed Betty a picture <laughs> of a weird fish. Um. Where are we? Okay. Uh, Not that you'd break out a ruler, but when you look at her, it's enough to make you say that something is definitely off. Come on now. You've seen her. She's the girl whose hair has multiple personality disorder and can't decide if it's supposed to be quasi-curly, silky straight, frantic frizzy, or wet and wavy. Or maybe a power to the people fro. Wet and wavy. I'm totally doing the Morgan Freeman in my head right now because that's way, (laughs) way better. I mean, it's kind of like a garden variety ugly fish. I feel like... The, I mean, but is it like looking towards the side? It's kind of looking to the side. Yeah, I mean, I guess like That's it has. The, yeah, yeah, see the eye. It's like it's like what's going on over there on the wall. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's what for, it's saying. Yeah, yeah. And it has like a lure, like an angler fish. Oh, in front of, of its face. Yeah, dingling, I think so. Dingling, dangling. Dingling. 
unless and why do they do that again like to lure things but what are they luring like smaller smaller fish, fish so I guess, jump like up crustaceans it's so cruel what what if we were like an angler fish what would we put over our head oh. to dangle and lure someone in and oh then wait are we, we are we luring other humans other whatevers so that we can then eat them well, I mean, just like a, a Fig Newton. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, you're going to dangle a Fig Newton, but mm-hmm. what, you're going to get all sorts of hoi polloi. Um, hoi polloi, does that mean the rich and famous? Oh, so wait, no, that means like the, the common people. Common people, yeah. Uh, so, so you or do think- you want the Fig Newton? So do you want to put some? What does the fig newton right. attracted to? I'm gonna I'm going to uh, dangle a fig newton there just in case I need a snack later and I forgot what the question was. <laughs> I was like, I don't think you're getting what I'm trying to say here. You're but, trying to entice you want, the thing, right? So you want it to be like something that will only attract the most succulent and luxurious prey, right? Like um, just the belly of a mangalitsa pig. Mm. What's going to get that pig belly to jump up to my? lure how about how about just like a diamond ring you think pigs go for diamond rings oh wait <laughs> a, a pig attract a pig belly attracts other pigs oh my gosh i want to attract the best part of this mangalitsa pig so i need to lure that mangalitsa pig belly with something oh okay that <laughs> you were hanging a pork belly <laughs> from like, your how, face why would a pig's belly go for a diamond ring <laughs> I mean, they do go after truffles, so I thought maybe it was like a truffle diamond ring, well, expensive things. The way, I was the way to... you said it, like you you wanted to lure a pig belly, is yeah. is a weird way of putting it. Well, the whole idea is weird. Because... <laughs> no, the idea of hanging something from your face to lure prey is not weird. It's very normal. Okay, so let's see. What else would you want to lure? If you wanted to lure L- Lori, which is hard to say, mm-hmm. which is your wife, what would you dangle? Not your penis, but what would you dangle <laughs> off your head? Um. <laughs> I mean, she likes cheese. <laughs> but oh, so I would that also, would bring her in closer. But, I would also, but that's what luring is. No, I know. So I'm just, I'm just, yeah. I'm just repeating it. I know what lure means. Um, so, so it would bring you clo- her closer to you. So, what kind of cheese? Um, well, I mean, she really likes like uh, kind of uh, like a Montgomery cheddar. I oh, think that okay. would that would work. Uh, let's see. What else? What else? Uh, she likes the uh, the Mount uh, Mount Townsend sea stack. Oh, that's and, and that's a small cheese, so you could put the whole thing on there. Do you think who would come first, though? The mice or your gonna, wife? Yeah. Well, but I mean, the mice are the appetizer. Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> I like this. Yeah, this is, this is good, good game this week, Becky. Yeah, that was my game this week. I actually didn't have a what game this week. What would you hang on your face? <laughs> so I didn't have a game this week, but that became my game. What would you hang on your face? Now I... I'm gonna go buy some fig newtons. I haven't had a fig. I Newton love in that. Years. That was your answer. You're like, I'm gonna hang a fig newton on my face, and then I'm like, and who's that gonna attract? But someone else who wants to eat your fig newton. Okay. You're like, no, I'm just gonna eat my thing on the lure. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna lure myself with my own lure. Well, but do you think an anglerfish sometimes like bites their own lure and then they feel really embarrassed? We're really dumb. Uh-huh. They're like, oh, there's a fish. I'm really hungry. Oh fuck, that hurt. I wish I could bite my own lure. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I would not want to bite my own lure because that sounds painful. Okay. Were we reading a book or anything? Yeah. Okay. Let's get back to it. She's the girl. Oh, I already read that. Uh-huh. The girl whose body is a contradiction of itself, a slightly hunched back. Well, this is the second week in a row where we have wow. a hunched back. Is she wearing character. a cloak? From years of poor posture, one must presume, feet the size of snowshoes, and stick figure arms and legs so fragile you think you hear them screaming, feed me an entire grilled cow now. 
Oh, she should she should be wearing a lure. Yeah, that's a really dang, uh, really disturbing thing that you would hear your arms say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's disturbing to hear your arms say anything. True that. <laughs> uh, the girl with the humongous punch bowl sized head. Oh boy, with a forehead that goes on and on and on, making her look like the weight of her cranium will topple her over and break her into a thousand pieces. Wait, maybe she's like, she. her head is the mountain that the land is on top of. Oh, and, and her head rains down golden uric acid? Mm-hmm. And not only is her, cl- that's her lure, <laughs> and not only is her clothing painfully mismatched, so are her eyes, darling. You heard me right. She has one green eye and one brown eye, which I think Tyra Banks has. Okay. I think. Have you ever seen Tuki de la, de la Creme? I bet you have. Maybe you've even met her. You just don't remember her. No one ever does. For any- I would remember if I met someone named Tuki Della Creme, no matter what she looked like. Yeah, I would too. For as unusual looking as she was, Tuki was a forget a girl. One of the most forgettable girls in the entire world. But maybe not for long. Are you a forget a man? I think I Are most you a certainly boy? am. I, I mean, I think sometimes uh, my, my own mother uh, mentioned to me recently that frequently she thinks she sees me walking by and starts to say hi, but it's just some other guy who looks like me. Oh, that's so sweet and loving. Wait, wait, wait why? So, I'm joking. You're so forgettable. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I need I need the, the uh, I need to go on America's Next yeah. Top Model, which I don't know if it's still on. What are you forgetting? Our tale begins on a Thursday afternoon, the most ordinary of ordinary afternoons. I was born on a Thursday. Were you? Mm-hmm. What time? 9.24 p.m. I was born at 9.20 a.m., I'm pretty damn sure. But I texted my mom today to find out because I couldn't remember. It wasn't on my birth certificate. Wait, you texted your mom to... this today? Why? Yeah. Because my uh, some of my friends want to do a um, friendship horoscope uh, m- matching app thing. And they wanted to know the time I was born and I couldn't remember. Ooh, I want to know who I match with. Throw me in the mix. I will. But then I went to my birth certificate. <laughs> you won't. I, I, I totally won't. I was playing yes and. Um, and I uh, went to my birth certificate to get my birth time and it wasn't on there. Oh, I... Is that something? And everyone's like, oh, it has to be on there. No, but no, I don't no. remember it I don't being think on there. so. I, I think just the date the has date. to be on there. Yeah, and, that's what I and like your, you know, your parents just tend to remember what the time was. Not my parents, I don't think. I think I'm screwed as far as this game is I concerned. Actually, I think Iris was born at like 11, 19 p.m., something like that. It was somewhere in there. Somewhere in there. Okay, should I go back to the book? Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> Our tale begins on a Thursday afternoon, the most ordinary of ordinary afternoons, except that Matthew Amster Bur- Burton was born on a Thursday afternoon, <laughs> so now we know something. A few days shy of the most unordinary day of the entire year. Tookie de la Creme was splayed on her back on the hallway floor of her school, the Bengal Bauble and Bead Institute. What? B3. The Bengal Bauble and Bead Institute. How? You'll find gonna... out. Okay. You'll find out. B3, as it was commonly called. Thank you. Her large, mismatched eyes didn't blink as she stared at the stained ceiling. Her gangly legs shot out at odd angles as though she'd fallen from a six-story building. Oh, God, she's really down on herself. Her enormous feet pointed straight up. I like um, their toes pointed straight up. I think up. that's what she means because, ouch, <laughs> and that would be very hard to walk on your heels. Uh-huh. <laughs> An internal clock counted down the time in perfect cadence. Timon is six minutes and 49 seconds, 48, 47... As Tookie waited, she lifted to her face a cold canister of cringe. What? <laughs> a cold canister, canister of, of cringe? cringe? It says some pages are omitted from this book preview right between canister of and cringe. 
<laughs> Wait, are you? Are so you... I actually think that we, but it worked out perfectly. Okay, I I'm gonna open up a cold canister of cringe on someone. Yeah, we skipped one page. It went from six to eight. So nice. I'm totally gonna open up a cold canister of cringe. It. That's amazing. I didn't notice that when cold I reread this. Canister of cringe is is maybe my favorite thing you've ever said on the show. An oily belch followed. Oh. Apparently, it's not the best thing ever. <laughs> Sending a thick cloud of greenish smoke through the vents. <gasps> a stench filled the air. It smelled like a mix of gasoline, mold, melded plastic, and methane gas emanating from the bowels of the building. Excruciatingly loud school bells weren't the only relics left over from when B3 had been a factory. The administration had done very little in the way of renovation to convert the safety code deficient building into a proper institute of learning. This, But why... Is what is an institute of baubles, bangles, and uh, whatever the third thing was? Like a, they cre- like, created bead parts beads. or necklace <laughs> okay. things. The school let out belches and eruptions all day and leached fumes from every crevice. Groaning, the, the school lets out the the B three lets out belches, burps, and uh-huh. um, bubbles. Yeah, <laughs> groaning, the students emerge from their classrooms. Ugh, Ariella Bertona wailed, fanning the odors from her face. I'm going to open up a cold canister of cringe. (laughs) Nasty Tatiana Sharon said, my Sharona, said pressing a sachet of dried flowers to her nose. What? Is that something some people do? Um, When uh, Lori used to have this thing uh, called the herbal sniffy. Okay, um, Tim, can you please write on there, Matthew should never say herbal sniffy again. And it was it was basically just just that it was like some some herbs in a jar, and you open it, and it's and it smells nice. Like if you need to smell something nice for whatever reason. That's so odd, though. Why was she often um, confronted with bad belchy bubble smart uh, smells? Well, I mean, she hangs around me a lot, mm, and she's in a school after all. Yeah. Ba- Na- the, Na- bangles, the bangles, the bangles, the go go's, and <laughs> and another band, <laughs> and insert other band. The B four Institute tooted again. The B fifty twos. I thought it was B three. Oh no! Here, answering my own question. Oh no! The B four Institute tooted again. Jason Milano chortled, reaching for another mint Milano, trottling out the school's oldest, tiredest, but aptest joke. Everyone called the school B four for bile, barf, belches, and butt bombs. Okay, it was B3, so they should have kept it to B3. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. Just mm. they, they couldn't edit. Because I would edit out... Rule of three. It's the rule of B3. I would edit out... Which one would you edit out? Belches. And it would okay. be bile, barf, and butt bombs. It sounds good. But that's still four Bs. <laughs> well, no, but butt bombs I is know. one word. More doors were flung open, and the sound of footsteps thundered down the halls. Tuki quickly... I hate saying Tuki. It's really my mouth doesn't want to say Tuki. Tuk- I don't. I don't see why Tuki. You say it. Uh, I don't know. Is it Tuki or Tuki? Tuki? Nah. It could be Tuki. It could be Tukus. Tukus. Tukus quickly closed her eyes. She then peeked to just see how far to see just how far the approaching mob was from her prone body, nine feet away. She estimated the conversation. Wait, is she prone? I don't remember her being prone. I, I think she was supine. Prone is standing up. Prone is face down, supine is face up. Why was she down? Uh, I don't think that's been explained oh, yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, we missed, someone a, we missed up a page. A, a cold can of cringe <laughs> on Cold her. can of cringe. I love when I go to a ba- baseball game and open up a nice cold can of cringe. Mm. It's when I see my ex-girlfriend across the way. <laughs> <laughs> on the jumbotron. <laughs> <laughs> on the jumbotron, kissing her new girlfriend. Um, 
The conversations of passerby began to wash over her. Have you ever been on a Jumbotron? Don't think I have. I don't either. <laughs> Tookie felt like a fly on the wall. Zarpessa says she's spending 50000 on her prep. Zarpessa? Uh-huh. Said an annoyed female voice over... I think this is a good book. No, I'm not there yet. <laughs> said an annoyed female voice over Tookie's head. Hag, what do you think the look... The look will be at T-Dodd this year, a girl with a forehead tattoo whined. I hope my tatted face will be in. Don't hold your breath, Inky, a male voice answered. <laughs> That's creative. I wonder how I got that one. Another voice floated over from the other side of the corridor. If they don't choose me, I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. I'll die if I end up working in a belt buckle factory like my mom. I've been crying for a month straight. I hope my eyes aren't going to stay all puffy like this. Oh, no, from a beauty treatment? Many of the conversations had to do with the big event that was taking place in two days, the Day of Discovery, which most people shortened to T-Dodd. It was the grandest of holidays, hmm. and B3 was even letting its students have Friday. Not D-Day? Nope. <laughs> letting it, that was not a holiday. <laughs> letting its students have Friday off this week to prepare. An absolute rarity. Not that Tookie really cared. Where do you think the rest of them will be this year, a girl with a nasal voice asked. I heard was that it a- Zarpetto? <laughs> Zarpetto. Was it Areola? Areola is not a character in this book. <laughs> I, Ariola I Grande is a singer. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that a girl found one in a pot of boiling sweet potatoes and burned up her hands real bad trying to get it. Oh, a smize? Whoa. Yeah. T- I have to just read one more paragraph. Tookie shifted, shifted on the floor because I read that as Tookie shifted on the floor. <laughs> Supine, I guess. Bug bombs. <laughs> now they were talking about smizes. Girls have been searching for the magical charms for days, fighting at water spigots, sloshing through sewers. Oh, that's great for your... Complexion. Complexion. Splashing in the Peppertown pool, which everyone knew kids peed in. Peppertown pool. <laughs> I found a pipe where the... Who pooped in the Peppertown pool? <laughs> Who pooped in the Peppertown pool? Peppertown pool, Peppertown pool. Who pooped in the Peppertown pool? Yeah. I found the pipe where the gunk water from Shivera <laughs> Hospital dumps out, a hopeful girl whispered. No one's going to be looking for smizes there. Just She's just going to like put her face in front of the, uh, the downspout and open wide. This is actually kind of good now. Well, here's here's how I feel about this. Like... Whether, whether it's good or not, it's like the opposite of Nicholas Sparks. Because when you read Nicholas Sparks, you're like, you can imagine Nicholas Sparks at his keyboard, like, you know, I'm writing literature, yeah, right? right? Whereas she's, she knows that this book is right. ridiculous, ridiculous and is just going with it. I love it. I actually, okay, it just took me about three sentences past you, but now I'm, I'm totally in. Uh, unfortunately, that's the end of our program today. So but I guess we recommend that everyone buy this book. Model Land. Because, because probably Tyra Banks needs your money more than the independent authors that we usually highlight. Oh, gosh. I, I, I don't, the premise I don't love, like just the whole modeling thing I could give a shit about, but I kind of like that people are, are looking through sh- shitty water to find something. Yes. It's like Willy Wonka. To find something that steroids. makes no sense. I mean, like. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a it's a Wonka scenario, but in the worst possible yes. way. Yes. Yeah, I mean Wonka, everyone can get behind because it's chocolate. Right. Yeah. Uh so that was our show. <laughs> What's our book for next week? Uh, our book for next week is called "Chase the Dark" by Annette Marie. Hmm. I like the name. Um, I do not remember what the genre is at all, but okay. I'm gonna guess probably vampires. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and uh, you can find these two vampires <laughs> at lookinsidethisbookclub.com and uh, look inside, uh, no, facebook.com slash lookinsidetbc, which this week stands for Look Inside This um, Barf Campus. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> look inside this barf campus. See you next time. Bye-bye. Be- butt bomb. But, but, butt cave. But <laughs> Look inside this butt, butt cave. cave. <laughs> <laughs> this, well, that's uh, the dumbest thing we've ever said. <laughs> <laughs>